This is a Rooster Teeth production. I thought it was Steamway Coffee. Me too. And that's, I looked at it and that's why I, I said it out loud. It's an Airstream. Uh huh. But I think of like Steamed Steam. Mill. Yeah. Right. Me too. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we're at Streamway Coffee. Uh, that makes me think of pee. Streamway? Yeah. Like stream, like a piss stream. Doesn't make you think of Ghostbusters? Oh, yeah. Don't cross the streams. Yeah. 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 Is that where Dan Aykroyd got his dick sucked by a ghost? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Were, I, I think who were they? I think they were playing like Ghostbusters. Uh, I don't know if it, well, I saw it somewhere. I think uh, it was playing like at a theater somewhere. They're like, bring the whole family. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a ghost blow job in yeah. that movie. <laughs> 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 it's been a few years since I've seen it, but I do have a memory of that. Speaking of ghost blow jobs, good morning, Gus. <laughs> Very nice. How are you doing today? That's a that's a hell of a segue. Right. Good. Uh, how you been? That sounds dangerous. Yeah, uh, good. How well, was your weekend? It was fine. I feel like I'm being interrogated. Like, like this is all leading to something. It's a fucking podcast where we ask each other questions. I know, but the only, I think the reason he's saying that is because when we got, when we were parking and getting out of the car, it sounded like you had a plan. Yeah, yeah, you were definitely scheming something. I'm not scheming. I was just thinking of stuff to talk about. Oh, okay. What do you, uh, what did you do over the weekend? Uh, what, what did you do with Austin this weekend? Uh, what did I do with Austin? That's a great question. It is a good uh, question. I like I, that. I wanted to go to the draft house to watch a movie, but uh, when the time came, I ended up not feeling like it, so I just stayed home. I actually didn't do anything with Austin this weekend. Uh, I drove around a bit. Um, what movie it. did you not go to? Uh, I was going to go. There's, there's a, a Korean film called Broker uh -huh. that's, that's playing uh, at South Lamar and Lakeline. I was going to go down to South Lamar and watch it. But uh, yesterday I was like, hey, you know what? I don't, I don't feel like going anywhere, doing anything. That's funny. You would have seen me at the Alamo South Lamar watching a different movie. What, were you, what, what did you, what did you watch? I had a very Austin weekend where uh, I don't know what, what I did was Friday and Saturday. No, I just, I was just thinking about, it. I was just thinking about like what I did this weekend. What okay. we talk about. Emily had uh, like a day session with a friend. Like they hung out all day. Yeah. From like noon to like six p.m. Um, Six hours. And so the, the majority of a day, gotcha. right? Okay, yeah. Especially if you wake up late on a Sunday. Yeah. So I was like kind of left to my own devices, and I thought like, oh, I should just fucking have an Austin Sunday. What okay. am I going to do? It was Sunday that I was going to go. That's I crazy. Know, that's yeah. why I mentioned it. And uh, I was thinking uh, about catching a movie. So I looked, and in, and I got to say, as much as I, I've even told Eric that I think my love affair with Austin is over in a supplemental content uh, episode, one thing I fucking love about Austin is that I just like loaded up the Draft House website and website or app or whatever it is on my phone. Loaded up at Draft House on my phone to see what uh, what movies were playing, uh -huh. and for no reason, like there was no fanfare about it. There was no it wasn't a part of a film series or Weird Wednesday or Terror Tuesday or anything. They were just showing this 1976 John Cassavetes film called The Killing of a Chinese Bookie, oh, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's starring uh, uh, like Ben Gazzara, mm -hmm. and it was playing at like three o'clock, and I thought like, well, that's a very Austin thing to do. I've been to the movies in a while, and I went and I well, first off, I went to that. Have you been? Have you seen? You know, they're building that new promenade area from the Capitol all the way to the Blanton, like the big grassy oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. area you can walk. I drove over there because I heard it was open, and I walked around there for about twenty minutes just to get the lay of the land. It's okay. It's pretty, I guess, but there's fucking nothing there. Right. Like, you would think they what? would line it with coffee shops and, like, sh reasons well, to go. No, I mean... No it's, reason to be there. <laughs> uh, Especially but, if the legislature here only go, operates, like, once every two years. There's yeah. no point to really have anything there. But while I was there, I ran into Jason Saldana, friend of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, because he was taking his kids to the IMAX. 
at the Bob Bullock. And so I hung out with him for like 20 minutes. Uh, and I was like, like, when was the last time I was somewhere in Austin and ran into somebody I know? That's wild. It used to happen all the time because it was such a little city. Mm-hmm. And then just on a whim, I went there and then got to hang out with him for a while. And then I went to the Alamo and this 1976 movie. It was at 3 p.m. It was at 3 p.m. The showing I was going to go to was 325. Yeah, I'm real wild. <laughs> and I got there early and I sat in the lobby for a while and just played on my phone. Uh, but then I go into this theater and it's full. Like the entire really? theater is full for a night for a Cassavetes film, which I get it. Cassavetes is like, you know, the most influential filmmaker of the 20th century. Right, but maybe. that's not his most influential film. I like, thought there would be like five people there. Yeah, I know. I was surprised that. too, and it just made me happy. Yeah, it, I don't know. It was just it was it was a good movie. It's a, it's a very good movie. Uh, I had never seen it. I don't know a lot about Cassavetes. Uh-huh. I've only ever seen Minnie and Moskowitz, and mm-hmm. so and which I did not like. Um, <laughs> and so I thought, yeah, fuck it. it I, I got to do something with my day. And it just made me love and appreciate Austin and love and appreciate that there were 125 people or 75 people, yeah. however big the theater were, that all wanted to spend 3 p.m. on a Sunday watching a 45-year-old movie. Yeah, uh, it's a cool movie because everyone's ugly. There's everyone's not- ugly in every Cassavetes film, except there, for his wife. There is, like, I don't know that there's, like, an attractive person in that film in particular. Well, it's very, it's crazy. Nowadays, I don't know if this bothers you guys. This bothers me. In every movie, everyone has perfect teeth. Yeah. Like, you watch an old 80s movie, it's fine. People have real teeth. Nowadays, there were some real fucking teeth in this movie. Nowadays, it's all veneers and super, like, unnatural white. Yeah. It's like, these aren't these aren't real teeth. Dude, speaking of unnatural white, I'm not going to get off on too big of a tangent. Did you watch the most recent season of Amazing Race? Yeah, I did. Rex Ryan's teeth oh in my that gosh. show, the ex-football coach, he was yeah. on it, are like... Like scientifically white. I don't know how else to describe it. They're not. I of felt this like earth. my TV was broken. And they, had to be, they had to be made in a lab. Um, there's uh, there's a team every season on the. I'm a big Amazing Race fan. I've seen every season. There's a team every season where in the first episode you're like, yeah, they're they're not they're not making it. They are out yeah. episode. They're going to be out episode one. And that for me that was Rex Ryan this season. And they did not. They were not out episode one. I think they were out episode two. They. I think they went out episode three. But it was, yeah, they it were out early. Yeah, it, was, it was early. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that got me thinking. Um, of like a typical, like a good, just Austin day, mm-hmm. right? And that reminded me of a restaurant whose name I can't remember when you were talking about how I paused in the car. I was trying to yeah. think of the name of this restaurant, but I know you'll remember it when I talk about it. We used to go there all the time, and it's where, it's like 7th and Congress or 8th and Congress, across the street. Roaring Fork. Oh, 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 yeah, that place. It's where we um, saw Wrestle Circus that uh, time, Eric, downtown. Pecan, it used, Pecan Street. Pecan Street. Pecan yeah. Street Is that Grill. what it was called? Pecan Street Grill. Wait, they, was that it? I think it was it. That's not right, but that's close. I think it was, there was the old Pecan Street Grill on 6th, and it was like... No, it's not It's not right. It was... Fuck, what was it? It's not right. It had like a or courtyard. Or like hillside. Or, no, and I, I would get the jerk chicken salad there all the time. They had a salad bar, and I would eat the salad bar all the time. And they had golf balls and pool balls all over the walls, remember? And they had the menu that was like, and the reason I brought it up is the menu, it was like, it was like Willie's perfect day in Austin. And it was the dude dressed up like uh, Waldo. And it was him going to all the different, like looking at the bats and going swimming at Barton Springs and doing all the Austin-y stuff. And it was like shot like in the 80s. It was just photos of this dude. I'm going to find it, dude. And we used to eat there all the time because it was super, super cheap. And I remember another reason we loved it and we thought it was cool and we wanted to support them was because they put all their employees through college if they went to UT and they worked there long enough, 
which was not something that was common for a restaurant to do in town. And we ate there for many, many, many years, and I can't remember the name of that place. Hickory Street Grill. Hickory that was Street it. Grill. I, I didn't Hickory look it up. I didn't find it, but it was the Hickory Street Grill. I remember it came to me. I knew. <laughs> wow. I loved that. Place. Yeah, that place was awesome. And I and was they, just thinking about that menu. Like it was like Waldo's. Yeah. Like perfect day in Austin. That building's not there anymore. Yeah. They got torn down, yeah. and it's a it's a office building now, or I don't know what it is now. But is yeah, it it's gone. is it the Ann Justice for All like art center, or is it the it's the I, Russell I, Circus place? Yeah, I, I don't. Which is not a place; it's yeah. just where we saw a show. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know what it's called. I, uh, I don't know. It's it's a block up from where that museum is. Ninth, that museum ninth in Congress, was, maybe. Yeah, I think it was Eighth in Congress on the northwest corner of Eighth in Congress. It is. I think I think we it was like eight hundred Congress when we went to that that Russell Circus show there. You would always park up the hill and walk down the hill, mm-hmm. and because it was right, yeah. yeah. I love wow. that place, man. Yeah, that place closed a long time ago now, but yeah. man, that was a. I would I would go there all the time. I mean, I can't even think about when it closed. Oh, was it open when our office was it downtown? Must have closed before we moved downtown. Yeah, because oh, we would have gone there. Oh eight, all the time. Maybe no had, wait. Oh seven, somewhere around there. I I don't know why they closed. I I would like to assume that they like retired, I, like the owners retired I, and didn't want another business because they was around forever. It was Austin staple. I assume it's the true Austin story where the land got sold and their <laughs> lease ended, and someone bought it and wanted to build a a tall building uh, yeah. on that spot, and they were like, "Fuck it, we've done this long enough. We're just gonna the Los Manitas treatment." Yeah. Uh, what? So, what kind of restaurant was this? Like. They had a bunch of stuff. I, I, the only like, thing I ever ate was the jerk chicken salad. They had like a salad bar and you could get like different proteins on it. And I I loved it. Yeah. They had like sandwiches and burgers and stuff. It was just like an American restaurant, but they had a really good salad bar. And I'm a sucker for a salad bar. I, really? yeah. I am not a salad person, especially not back then. That's how that, that speaks to the quality yeah. uh, that it was. It was it was it was solid. I fell in love with salad bars at the Wendy's. In high school, oh, by my house, that had a salad bar, and they had a. It was like four ninety nine. It was like three ninety nine for a salad, or like five ninety nine for all you could eat. But you could make the salad as big as you want. So in high school, my friends and I would take the tray and just put a build a salad on the tray like animals yeah. and eat like forty dollars worth of salad for four bucks. They can't stop you too. A salad can be all cheese crumbles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's or all just, shredded cheese. It's all just turkey and cheese crumbles. Um, and so uh, I fell in love with salad as a as a cheap way to f- give myself lots of food, and that's persisted to this day. We eat a super salad all the time. Yeah, Same we would reason. eat a super salad all the time. Yeah. Weird. Um, for for me, like stretching money uh, back in the old call center days was always the junior bacon cheeseburger at Wendy's. Cause <laughs> yeah, it, hell yeah. It was like ninety nine cents. <laughs> Dude, I can't, I fucking I had to give up on that Wendy's because I got that. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but I got chili there once and I had a band. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God! So I don't need a Wendy's anymore. <laughs> that was I had a Band Aid in my chili. That Wendy's, it's still there. Uh, is right by where our servers used to be for Rooster Teeth. Our servers used to be co-located in a building right around the corner from there, um, like walking distance. Actually, I, I, I did walk to that Wendy's sometimes mm. when I'd be up working on the servers uh, down there before Amazon absorbed everything. Like before, everything's everything's <laughs> in the cloud now. There's no need to own a server uh, anymore. I don't know if you remember. I used to buy. Sometimes I would buy uh, servers that we would use for Rooster Teeth from a place up off of North Lamar. It was called uh, Wallingford Computers. I don't know if they're still there. I don't remember that. It's like, uh, it was one of the few places in town where you could go to and get like a built-to-order rack-mountable server. Mm. Uh, And I would go there and like get exactly what I wanted and then like have it shipped, back initially have it shipped to Sacramento or 
just drive, pick it up and drive it down south to the Colo facility. Pick up a little bit of chilies at Wendy's and go install the <laughs> server in the rack <laughs> down in South Austin. Um, but yeah, there's a. You, you probably saw them. I would have them every now and then at the desks at my desk at the Congress office, uh, like working on them, getting them set up, and then that would uh, take them down to the the Colo facility down in South Austin. You probably spent a lot of time because of the call center and because of even Rooster stuff. You probably spent a lot of time in co-location facilities yeah. more than like an average person. Oh yeah, for sure. Like an average person. I think I spent a lot of time watching you at co-location facilities, God. whether we were at, at, at T and I and at RT. Yeah, it was, uh, I spent a lot of time handing you shit. Yeah, that was, uh, not fun. It, it looks yeah. cool in movies and TV shows, like all high tech. But then when you're there, it's like, this is just cold and droning and miserable. And I, 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 I would rather be places. anywhere in the world than here right now. Yeah, we used to. There was. I remember one time, we. I'm, I'm off on a colocation tangent now. Go for it. Um, we were have. We needed to upgrade the RAM in one of our uh, servers, and it was at a, our colocation facility that was in Sacramento. We we housed our, our servers in Sacramento for a long time, so I had ordered some RAM from a place online, and it was getting shipped via DHL, and I was having it shipped straight to the colocation facility, and I was paying. The, I didn't want to pay for a plane ticket, go out there and just install like two sticks of RAM. So I was paying the co-location facility to receive the RAM and put the RAM in the server for me. Yeah. And simple, right? It's an easy service. Uh, I remember DHL called me and they were like, hey, we can't find the address. And they're like, I don't remember what the address was. I was like, it's like 200 J Street. What do you mean you can't find it? <laughs> I was like, I'm looking at a map, right? I was like, I was like, I'm looking at MapQuest or whatever the fuck it was at the time. It's where are you? It's two blocks to your left, you know. I was like, I was like having to give this dude directions on where a number and a letter are in a city. I was so fuck. And like after that, I to this day, that's kind of I have like a like a fuck you experience with DHL to yeah, this yeah, day. Yeah. I refuse if I see some DHL is shipping something. I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm not. Dude, I'm not. I'm not ordering this. DHL caused tons of problems for us in the early days. Really? Yeah, because we would ship through them if it was cheaper to go like overseas or wherever. It was typically was cheaper. I guess they had better infrastructure. And it's so. I know people complain about it all the time, uh, and I get it. It's so fucking expensive to ship stuff outside of the U.S. Like people complain about how expensive it is to buy like rooster teeth gear and ship it to Canada. Yeah. I bought one of our mini bats, or I made one of those mini bats for Andrew, where I wrote the name in, or I burned the number in and everything and I mailed it to him it was like $80 to mail a $4 what it was like a $15 mini bat to him out of my own pocket like it is just expensive yeah and so we would use DHL a lot and it was always they were always losing our packages and I was always having to talk to some poor customer back when I was our customer service and try to help them figure out how DHL fucked everybody yeah. in the process it's awful we had our FedEx account canceled once do you remember that what um, I think so. Bernie screamed at them so bad on the phone that they canceled our account. <laughs> and we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we couldn't use We had to make a new FedEx right. account. I we had to start remember. over. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> they lost a package of his that was not a Rooster Teeth package. It was like it, it was his own thing. It was a fucking server. It was though. a server for another project he was working on. It wasn't one of our servers. They I lost it. That's that funny. It's so sad. <laughs> It's really. And he they was, fucked him so hard. Yeah, he he, un, he was understandably upset. He had every reason to be he that. Had every man. reason to be upset about this. It was an expensive server with, like, irreplaceable data on it, and they just lost it. And 
he called him up and you know was trying to find it and like got so frustrated that you know he just started yelling at them on the phone and then like 15 minutes later i was trying to log into our fedex account on the website to get something done i was like hey i can't log into our fedex account Oh, our FedEx account has been closed. Yeah. Like they just they just straight up canceled all of our Fed, our entire FedEx account. <laughs> we had to go down to the store and make a new one. <laughs> go down to the store. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a pain in the ass. That's crazy. Yeah, they uh they they were not messing around with us. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a uh, that's like the time that I think yes. we've already told this story, but like Matt got mad at the credit card company and got our credit cards locked, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to mm-hmm. buy office furniture. Yeah, stop yelling at people on the phone. Yeah, they they don't have the power to help you, but they have the power to fuck you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's, yeah. true. that's a that, those are wise words for everybody who's listening. When you talk to somebody in customer service or in tech support, they very rarely have the power to help you, but they can absolutely yeah. fuck and you. Whatever the problem is, it's not that person's. Fault. Guaranteed. They didn't do it. Guaranteed. I, 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 when we worked at the call center, I got yelled at so many times for like, it's like, I, I want. I just wanted to say like, hey, I'm outsourced tech support. Yeah, uh, dude, I, I, I'm I, not, my name's not Don Vario. Right. I didn't do the thing that you're mad about. Uh, and then you know, people would call pissed off, you know, their dial up internet was down for two hours or whatever, demanding a refund for the outage. I'm like, listen, you know, you pay 20 bucks a month for dial up internet. That's like... 66 cents for a day, so let's say 66 cents for 24 hours. All right, let's round up. That's three cents an hour. I mean, do you want me to call, pay, you know, call accounting and have them mail you a six cent check? You know, like let's be real here. He's, <laughs> he's not joking. I've seen him give that argument before people, and I've done it too be, through his lead, where you really will be like, you'll be like, well, I mean, we can prorate. It. I mean, like. I can't promise that we can get that done for you, sir, but I can look it up, and it looks like it'd be about a dollar and seven cents. So if you want, I can we can push this through and see if we can get you a dollar and seven cents. I don't think anybody ever. No, but nobody. Well, yeah, once you break it down to be like, this is just a couple of pennies. Yeah. They'd, they'd be like, yeah, no, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> like, like I think, dude. I think once you get super rational, it diffuses the the irrational anger. Except for one fucking day, in the five and a half years that I did tech support. Where no one was rational, and it was so ridiculous. I don't know if you remember this day. It was uh, September 11th, 2001. What? 9-11? I wasn't, wor- I wasn't working at the call center anymore at that point. You weren't? No, I was at the other place. Oh, downtown. my God, dude. 9-11, people were so... Like, it killed the internet. And people would, were calling up and be like, I can't load CNN. And it's like, nobody can. There was a fucking terrorist attack. And people would be like, that's not good enough. And you'd be like, I don't know what to tell you. It's like, I, we don't control the entirety yeah. of the internet. You yeah, know? like CNN was down that day. Us. I could not yeah. load CNN uh, at, my, at my apartment that morning or once I got to work. Like, it just wasn't working. You, just, you couldn't load it. And people would be like... I'm trying to do my stock trading and be like, I don't think the stock market's going to be open much longer. And like, and I'm like, I, I, like, I think it's because of this giant terrorist attack we we're all going through. And be like, I don't care. This is my business. And it's like, okay. You triggered a memory I'd forgotten about when you said that. Okay. The, the, these people who would call up because this was you know the late '90s, early 2000s. You'd get these assholes calling up who were like day trading, and they'd be like, you know, uh, you know, the internet would be down, the dial-up service would be down, or whatever. And they'd be like, I, I can't do my day trading. Uh, you know, because the service is down, this is bullshit, I'm losing money. Like, oh, 
Are you operating a business off of a, a, a residential dial-up <laughs> internet account? Hold on. Um, let's. Uh, if you're operating a business, we need to get you on a business plan. Uh, those start at $200 a month. But it won't go down. <laughs> It'll be up the entire time. Yeah. Uh, you, you have a service level agreement that guarantees it's not going to go down. Like, like, yeah, I'm not sure you're allowed to run a business off residential. Yeah, they'll be like, so oh, well, well, hold on. What, what, it's, a, it's, it's not a business. You know, it's like you could do like that verbal judo where it's like, oh, you circle, you reverse the attack back on them. It's well, like, <laughs> once again, very rarely can help you, but can definitely fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they, they, they've heard it all. They've seen it all. And they're going to they're going to they know all the ins and outs to get things done. We used to have this this dial up station. Uh, so, you know, we were third party tech support, right? We didn't actually work for the ISPs. The ISPs would contract would hire the company we worked for and we would you know when people would call we, we'd pretend we'd you know we'd say hey thank you for calling Gus it was generic called, ISP it was called seamless integration yeah it was a <laughs> it was our calling card we would you know we would act like we were part of the ISP but if someone asked point blank are do you work for them you, you, you know you wouldn't lie to them be like no you know this is outsourced tech support you know we just we're here to help you right but anyway this is dial-up internet time so we had uh one dial-up station with a modem in the office where it's like if you you know you're helping someone and you just couldn't seem to get it work, to work and you if we wanted to verify that the service was working we had a station we go you know test dial whatever city dial into Telepack in Natchez or wherever yeah and you know we'd be like nope yeah I just tested I, I took your account like I, I I took your account and I dialed in with a computer here and it's working so it's not a service side so we're gonna figure out what's going on with your computer eventually we had two of those because <laughs> the call center grew I doubt they have any anymore yeah anyway it was just like. In dial-up net, I don't know if you remember this. In dial-up networking in Windows 95 or 98, whatever it was, I was in 98. It just had like a huge list of all the different ISPs in all the different cities, alphabetically arranged, except for Telepack Natchez. <laughs> That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> because we had one employee who would every time he would go use the dial-up station, he would rename Natchez to Snatches. <laughs> awesome. awesome. And there was this one girl who worked there who that pissed her off to know, I think that's why you kept I think, I think that's why you kept renaming it because of how mad she would get everybody else in the company thought it was funny except for her and she would get so mad and she didn't know who was doing it but everybody knew he did it and so she would change it and then like yell at the floor and then her, she would go off her shift and he would go back and change it that went on for years years awesome, <laughs> awesome. snatches yeah that, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget Natchez because of that. Uh, it, and it, it was always lowercase s, capital N. <laughs> like he just he just he didn't even capitalize. He just like the just added it on at the very at the very beginning of that name. Oh man. Uh, I'm connected with that dude on LinkedIn. Are you really? Yeah. Still to this day. What's, what's he up to? I don't know. I haven't talked to him in forever. I know we're we're LinkedIn connections. He and his brother both worked there. Yeah, they did. I forgot. Yeah, his brother worked there. too. We were a family company. We had a, everybody who worked there had a brother or sister who worked there. We had a, we had a lot of a lot of siblings who worked. A lot of cousins. Yeah. Oh yeah, cousins too. Yeah. Yeah. And Rob and Chris, they were cousins. Uh, yeah. It was it was it was it was a it was a it, it was it was a bonding experience. I think for for everyone who was there back then at that time. I felt like if you were a certain age. In the late 90s in Austin, and if you owned a computer, you probably worked there for it at least a little while. It was the job. Yeah. It was the job at the time, right? It was yeah. like it was like the trial by fire that everybody who had any kind of like any kind of techno like technological proclivity. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. I, I was uh, you know, it's, talking about that time makes me think about like the computers I owned at the time, and there was a, a, a shop I used to buy like all my parts from. I would build my own computer. 
um, that I would use at home. Well, no, there was a place called A&R Computers. Mm. I don't know um, if you ever went there. It was over on West 6th. And still to this day, when I drive by over there on West 6th, like, I look at that building's still there. I was like, uh, which building? It's close. God, I'm going to use another place that's not around anymore. You remember where Rounders Pizza used to be out there on West 6th? Yeah, it's a it's a Lynn's now. It's yeah. that dumpling place. Yeah, a yeah. little east of there. Okay. Like, there's like a, a building where you turn into the parking lot on the south side of 6th Street and you like kind of go down a hill. Yeah. Um, down at the bottom at the back is where A&R used to be. Mm. And I remember I was like, uh, so every time I drive by um, West 6th, I think of that place and I think about all the other places that used to exist. Like, there was a place for a long time in Austin called Laboratory Computers. I don't know if you remember yeah, Laboratory we Computers. We used to go there a lot yep. to buy stuff. Yeah. Uh, they changed a few different locations, but their whole, like, scheme, their whole marketing thing was like, it was like a mad scientist lab and all of their... Uh, it was all Frankenstein and yeah. uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, all of their ads in the Chronicle were like, uh, like Bride of Frankenstein themed with, like, lightning and, like, the woman with the, the really tall Marge Simpson style hair. <laughs> uh, um... But yeah, that, I think the last place I remember them being was over on North Lamar, kind of behind where Tataya's is and Nervous Charlie's is now. Like, they, there's a condo there now. Well, no, that, this building's still there. Oh, is it? Yeah. They, maybe they, think, were, they were in a condo think, building there. That think, might have been on Burnett. Yeah, you're thinking of the other location yeah. where they were before. Uh, but it's just funny to think about like all these different little businesses that you know I frequented for so long mm-hmm. that are definitely long gone. Like nobody remembers well, like computers ISPs or, oh, in yeah. general. Remember? Yeah. Uh, what was the one? There was a uh, IO was like the big one here in uh, in Austin. I I when I first moved here, I just I was gonna say I Googled, but I, obviously I didn't. I looked up ISPs and I just went with the first one that was affordable, and it was in a building behind GNS Lounge, not GNS Lounge, um, GNM Steakhouse on really Sixth. Yeah, there was Can't like a little was. like a little two story like apartment complex and they are like I don't know quadplex and they had a little ISP they ran and I used that ISP until I got hired at TNI which was also an ISP so you switched over internet from them yeah I I use them for uh, a long time this episode of Anma is brought to you by Shady Rays kick off the new year with new gear built to last our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades customizable snow goggles and much more Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair I've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. They also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order. They've donated over 20 million meals to date. Look good in your gear and feel good by making an impact. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Just for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com, use code ANMA for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Again, that's ShadyRays.com. Use code ANMA for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Shit, you said something that triggered a memory. ISPs. Uh, Burn it. GNS. God, I, was, I had a really good tangent to go off of, and it's gone. Anyway, there's a, there's a great anecdote there. <laughs> So I was oh, kinda, oh, oh, I remember. I remember. Boy, if that actually, doesn't just sum up this podcast, <laughs> I remember. Do you remember the first time you used Google? Oh, because I remember the first time I did. Uh, yeah, 
no. It was uh, the, the, I remember Google the, specifically. Yes, I, rem- no, I, I remember, remember. I would been you know there were different there were search engines before Net, Google, Netscape, Webcrawler, fucking uh, Yahoo, or whatever. All of them. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, <laughs> I remember one day I was at work at the call center and there was like another employee there, another level two, who was like looking something up and I saw him using Google and back then it was just like the plain yeah. like yeah. Google page with just the the logo. It's very similar to how it is now, but there was even less. It was even more uh, Magellan. Spartan. Magellan was that a search engine? Yeah. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Lycos. Um, li- list search engines now. Yeah, all dude, Lycos. And I was Lycos. like, "What is that?" And he's like, "Oh, this is Google. It's like a, a new search engine." And like he searched for something, and like I was like shocked. It like everything loaded so fast. It was like what he was looking for was like the first result. I was like, "That's awesome!" Like I'm not going to use Yahoo anymore or whatever yeah. web crawl. Like I'm this. This is it. This this is what I'm using. I'm using Google from now on. And it was like that was the day. It was like, what that year was, was that? Your moment. That was like '99. Jesus. It would have been like right after Google started, probably. Dude, I was Yahooing for like five more years, bro. Yeah, I don't remember when I made the switch. I went from web crawler and Yahoo to Google, and now I'm a Bing guy. I hear Bing is better than people are always saying. Google. That. People are people always, are always saying, saying Bing is better. I haven't used it. I'm class. I'm classically binging things. I'm <laughs> binging this. I'm binging that. Anything I, you want, I'll bing it for you. I'll oh. probably use Google for the rest of my life just because I'm used to it now. Right. But, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. People, nobody complains about Bing. I will say that. So, uh, you know, the first time I used the web was in 94, I want to say. And, you know, back then, the, the search engines that were available were a lot more limited. And I remember going to Yahoo before it was Yahoo.com. It was like akibono.stanford.edu. And, yeah, and it was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's Yahoo, akibono.stanford.edu. And I remember, I think, I started with Yahoo. I went to Webcrawler because I liked the logo of the spider, oh, spider. on the surfboard. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Uh, then I think I went back to Yahoo once they were Yahoo.com, and then I went straight from that to Google once Google came out back in 99 when, uh, when Paul showed me Google and my life was forever changed. And it, <laughs> it's just weird to, to think about that evolution of the internet and that trajectory and that growth that we've all been through. I mean, hell, we were talking about dial-up ISPs we used to fucking subscribe to. People pay for that stuff. Goddamn, dude. And, and remember, like, the big complaint we would always get was people... Who would dial it? Who would call tech support? Because when they were dialing into the ISP, they weren't getting 56k speeds, even though they bought a 56k modem. Uh huh. And it was like, well, the actual maximum is 53k, but you have to be within—I forget what it was—like two miles of the nearest telephone junction in order to oh, get are you that. For real? I yeah, didn't know it's that. like there's a distance. Oh, I didn't know that. That, uh, that, that the copper can be there's a there's specific length. I forget. I used to know back then the specific length of the copper that uh, your signal can run over before it starts degrading to slower speeds. So then having to tell people who are living out like in ranch homes in East Texas, like nowhere in your town, like, hey, listen, you live in the middle of nowhere. 192 is where ninety two. That's that's your speed. Yeah. That's what you're gonna get. Yeah. Uh, I know every you've got a fifty six k modem. I know, but listen, nineteen two. <laughs> theoretically, you are not getting anything faster. You should be grateful <laughs> you have this uh, right now. Um, we don't. We don't. I, I think the the concept of Internet speeds is lost on everyone now. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's like you just get internet, and it's like, yeah, it, it's fast enough or whatever. It's you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this yesterday when I was walking right before I ran into Jason. I was walking around that promenade area, <clears throat> and I was just thinking about how much Austin had changed and how much I had changed. And here I was in my forties, and uh, I was very keen on the idea of like, I'm forty-seven and I have nothing to do on a Sunday and no one to spend time with. Like, how do I want to spend my day in Austin? And it got me thinking about like Hickory Street Grill yeah. and uh, the past and stuff. And I was actually having this conversation in my head where I remembered, I remember you and I watching, 
Lane the Serial Experiments. Yeah. Right? That anime. Serial Experiments Lane, yeah. Whatever. The f- whatever. Uh, I would only watch anime through you because you were into anime. Yeah. I never would have picked oh. it on my own. Um, Shocker. I know to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I enjoyed that show, and we watched it together, yeah. and she had her Navi, and we yeah. would always talk about how that was the future. And, and I was thinking walking around that promenade, I drove in in a car that had a computer screen mm-hmm. in it, and then I got out, and I have an entire, I have a Navi in my pocket, and I just paired it to wireless earbuds, and I'm vaguely dissatisfied in all of it. Like, nothing works as well as I wanted yeah. to. Like, Apple CarPlay doesn't work with my phone anymore in my car. They just don't sync up, so I have to use regular Bluetooth. Just all these, like, minor annoyances, and uh, one of my headphones had charged, and the other one hadn't because it wasn't seated oh. properly, you know? Just, like, dumb shit. And I remember thinking, like, I would have, like, if you showed me a snapshot of this 25 years ago or 20 years ago when Gus and I were watching Lane, yeah. or we were just hanging out in Austin thinking we were on top of the fucking world of tech, yeah. you know, we were we were on the bleeding edge, this would seem like all of my dreams came true, and I'm not particularly happy with any of it. <laughs> <laughs> None of it works like I want it to. The future is here, and it's... It's inconvenient. It's exactly what it was probably going to be. It was like 70% what you want. Yeah. It's um, a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 it it is amazing. I think we just take it for granted now. Yeah, I think you know if you saw it from 25 years ago, even with those hiccups and things now, where he'd be like, "It's amazing. I don't I don't care. Give it to me. I'll I'll take it all." Like, of course, you just think like where we where we are and where we where we've come from. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think about I think about this a lot. I think about like how fast the internet on my phone is. Like being able to stream like 4K video or you know download or transfer big files mm-hmm. without needing to connect like. You don't need to log on to the internet anymore, right? It's just like it's always there. It's just always connected. You're there's no for the most part. There's no practical way to escape it. It's just pervasive in every aspect of life. Do you ever like just look at how much data you use on your phone? I do sometimes. Yeah, it's fucking alarming. I, this current period, I've used 400 gigabytes on oh, my phone. That uh, you should connect to Wi-Fi once or twice. <laughs> I don't need to. You have an unlimited plan, right? I have an unlimited yeah. plan. <laughs> I don't need to. But for just like even if I was connected to Wi-Fi, still it's 400 gigs. Of data you've used on your you, fucking you, phone. Do you ever look at your home internet usage? No. I never. do. <laughs> I look at that, too. I can't. There's no way. It's so much. Yeah. It's I can't so imagine. much. It's funny, too, because home internet for me is recording f- face yeah. and watching TV. Yeah. That's but it. There, there are people, like, but I think that's most people, yeah. right? It's, it's very minor stuff. My parents aren't uploading anything, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you have the outliers, and I think this is where it trips up, like, service providers and stuff, where... Gavin has to upload a terabyte of footage for something that he shot or whatever, and they're not—they don't want to handle that. Like yeah. service providers don't yeah. want to fucking deal. They just go, "No, nah, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that." Like, it totally makes sense. We uh, we just made this like eight-hour 8K fireplace video. Oh, yeah, 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 five terabytes wow. of data. Yeah, that he had to get down to two hundred and fifty gigs. I think <laughs> he did. Five terabytes it's, in one shoot. Though. It's still processing. I think it's <laughs> uploaded, but it's still processing. I uh, I have a gigabit fiber connection at my house, <sighs> and there's a there's an upgrade I could get to get five gigabit. I got it. And uh, did you really? Yeah. They they I, came out to my house. I got it when Gus told me about it. They came out to my house to like see about it and get it set up. I ended up not getting it because for technical reasons, but like the guy who came out to install the upgrade, like re- would repeatedly ask me like so. What are you going to use this for? Oh. I, I think that he didn't want me to think because I had a five gigabit connection. 
my computer wasn't going to be yeah. downloading stuff from the internet for five yeah, five gigabits. So like, well, you know, I've got multiple computers. I mean, you know, I want to be downloading on this one, uploading over here, streaming on that. You know, like I'm not going to be using five gigabits in any one spot, but I might have multiple stations all using gigabit yeah. connections. He's like, okay, good. It's like, <laughs> I, I just want to make sure you understand what this is and what this isn't. I was like, yeah, 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 no, I got it. Um, but it ended up being a pain in the ass because the way the gigabit line works is like they run it to your house and then convert it to ethernet and then you can run it everywhere you're going but in order for the like anything faster than that they need to run fiber straight to your modem and my modem was not near a place where fiber could be easily accessible interesting uh so i was like you know what i was like i need to redo my home network i was like i'll redo my home network i'll I'll get this ready and i just never come back did you redo your home network no i didn't i just got it like he told me about it and i called at&t and i said can you install this and they're like we'll be there wednesday and then luckily my modem is in next to everything and so they just went, yeah. And yeah. I've had it for, I don't know, since you told me about it. Yeah, with me, the eight months where the internet connects to my house is nowhere near where my modem and my router oh. are. So it's like I would have to either run fiber on the outside of my house and it would look ugly and I yeah. didn't want that, or I would have to move my modem closer to the wall where it hits and it's, it's not feasible. So it's like, I, it's just a pain in the ass. So and a gigabit's fine. <laughs> a gigabit's total, it's faster than almost there most, than most so people. so many people listening to this podcast that are like, you motherfucker. <laughs> right. I mean, if you, you say motherfucker. so. <laughs> I mean, his speed's just five times your... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What would be your idea, this is where I was ultimately going, uh, of a perfect Austin day? A perfect Right now, Austin you're 45, day. right? I uh, will be in a couple weeks. Yeah, 40, right, close to 45. Yeah. Like, you just got a Sunday... It would Esther's out of town. They're hanging out with her sisters. It would definitely involve the draft house. It's funny that you went there. It's, it's definitely It's the first place I think of when I yeah. think of I need something to do. It, it might be multiple movies at the draft house. Yeah. Like, really just going and, like, eating, snacking all day long and, and watching movies at the draft house. Um, I'm not really an outdoorsy person, mm-hmm. uh, so I can't really see doing anything outdoorsy. It's going to be, like, watching movies yeah (laughs) probably at the draft house that that's where do you eat like if you're like oh i have i'm hungry i'm eating by myself i want to have i want to treat gus where do you go i'm simple i'm a very simple guy there's nothing wrong with that i'm just gonna go to hilbert's it's right up the road from here you you're just gonna go to a beloved local yeah it's just like a hamburger place yeah that's what we're looking for awesome yeah i'll go to hilbert's uh if i still drank i'd probably go down to casino i don't drink anymore uh that would be your spot would be casino i mean i I haven't been there in years yeah i'd probably go back and see if it's still my spot i don't know it's not not, yeah probably not yeah i'm too old you still eat a hamburger you don't want to go i'm gonna tell you right now you don't want to park and walk into dirty Mm. six absolutely true you Uh, don't want anything to do with that gotcha you are not that's not who you are anymore what about like like a lunch burger uh, if you, yeah, you could do a lunch burger on a Wednesday, I would say, or maybe an early dinner at Parkside. But other than that, I, I, there's nothing for you there. Mm. There really isn't. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's funny. I think that we both would gravitate to like going to the draft house. I, and it would probably be like South Amar. Just have the most really? South Amar, Mueller Village. Those are the three that I always end up going to. I I try to only go to Village or South Amar. Mueller's nice, but. Um, Village of South Lamar both feel like Alamo to me. I would probably go to Texas Chili Parlor. That'd probably be my, oh, my I was restaurant. Ne- I was never a big Texas Chili Parlor I like person. It. It's, I it's good, but it's not like on my list of stuff. Um, it's funny to me, you know, back in the day, a long time ago, Draft House I had unassigned seating. We've talked about that, mm. you know, where you would just show up and get in line and then try to sit down. And I remember they tried to introduce assigned seating probably back in the early 2000s. Maybe. Uh, where you know you would buy your ticket and pick your seat, and there was a fucking 
people uprising. Revolted. Yeah. People hated it. Hated and it. They only experimented with it for like a month, maybe, and then they took it down and it was back to waiting in line. And now it's like it's all a side seat. I, I cannot imagine going back. I need to know where I'm going to sit. I need to know there's going to be a seat because you would show up in those old days and be like, fuck, I got to sit in the front. There's nothing else. Or you like you would get into the theater and be like, where can I sit? Like the, the panic looking around. The like, fight. What's yeah. available? What's open? Hey, run. Go. Can get, get we it. sit together? We yeah. got here too late. Are we even going to be able to sit in the same row? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I love being able to pick a seat now ahead of time. It is the best. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's funny how... The second best is when you go into a th- an Alamo to your assigned seat and the asshole next to you has like his jacket and all of his shit uh, in your seat and yep. he, he has to pick it up and it's an inconvenience to him. Yeah. Like like you're putting him out yep. and you're like, no, motherfucker, this, this is, my, is seat. my seat. I paid for this Get seat, your yeah. shit out of my seat. Yeah. Not saying that happened yesterday, but it did. <laughs> Get your shit out of my seat. I paid for this seat. What was the movie you saw? That I saw yesterday? Yeah. Killing of a Chinese Bookie? Oh, Killing okay, of a Chinese right. Bookie, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Which I never heard of before today. I had I'm, never I'm, heard of it before I'm going to look it up. I watched it on, I think it's on, uh, I think Probably it's on, on HBO Max, because yeah. I think it's a TCM thing. Oh, I think, okay. I think. Probably on Criterion. I watched, I watched it on that or Criterion or something like that. I streamed it, so. I watched, uh, I, instead, I, instead of going to the theater, I, I was like, I was gonna. I had a couple of uh, a screeners. I thought about watching one. Mm. It was like, oh, maybe I'll watch Babylon because like this is the only way I'm gonna watch. It doesn't. Lo- it does not look interesting to me. How do you get screeners? Uh, part of SAG. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, I looked it up, and it's like 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, yeah, I don't want to watch that. And I saw, oh, Hustle's on here. That Adam Sandler Netflix movie. And I looked it up. It's like 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, oh, I'm just gonna instead of going to watch yeah. um, that movie at the draft, I was like, I'll just stay home and I'll watch Hustle on Netflix because it's rated so high and it's up for awards. Man, that was a. I wish I'd gone to the Alamo instead. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this: uh, if you do find yourself at an Alamo, and I know they have them outside of Austin as well, I don't know if they have the same menu, but the fucking pickle fries are back, and they are so goddamn I'm, good. I'm I'm eager for them to really start special menus for movies again. I feel like that Me kind too. that kind of fell off, you yeah. know, yes, with the pandemic absolutely. And, and everything getting streamlined. I'm hoping that. It comes back soon. I, I do miss like showing up to and be like, "Ooh, I wonder what new like unique things they're gonna have yeah. for this screening." Um, that was always kind of fun. If you do have time to watch Babylon, even though it is rated weird on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's because people are giving it really high ratings and other people are giving it really low ratings, and it it's not like eh, we're saying it's whatever. It's people who love it or it's hate it. Yeah, and to me, that's way more interesting than something that gets us like. 8 out of 10, a Did, 9 out of 10, like, oh, we all agree this is good, is not interesting to me. Mm. 6 out of 10 makes me go, ooh, there's something here. Okay. Like, like this might be worth my time. Did somewhere. you watch it? No, I haven't seen yeah. it yet. Because it's 3 hours and 10 it minutes is? long. Oh, I didn't but know I that. will never see that film. It, that's you, exactly how I feel. You know it what you should so watch? so long. Megan, it's like an hour and 40 yeah. minutes. It's, it's over really before short. it begins. Yep. fucking awesome. Yeah. It's great. There's you're a, in and you're out. you still got a day left. There's yeah. a guy in that movie, Brian Jordan Alvarez. I think he plays a character named Cole. He's like a friend of a brown-haired guy and whatever. The, like the dopey scientist dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been following that guy on social media for such a long time. He's so funny, and seeing him in this movie is like... How the fuck did this happen? <laughs> I think it's so cool. I think it's it would be like people going, I've been watching Blaine for years, and he's just in this fucking movie. Like yeah. he's just in a feature film. It's like, like he he appeared next to Marco Robbie. Like how that, does that it, make it, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. just go, what? And I think that's so cool. Like I think it's great that he's in Megan, and it's like oh, that's neat. Like that <laughs> makes that made me want to see it more than anything. And then people have been talking about it, and it seems like. 
the right kind of movie that people aren't making anymore. Mm. Like a dumb kind of movie that isn't two and a half hours long. It's just sort of like, here's our weird premise. You want to see how deep we can go with this? I think it's just that. Uh, it's, It's one of the other things I liked about Marcel, the shell with the shoes on. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was also like 85 minutes. Yep. It was like, oh, cool. Yep. Yeah. In and out. Done. You can't fault I'm, it. I'm not saying every movie should be 90 minutes, no. but there are definitely, there are movies that need to be I'm 90 just, to 100 minutes. I'm just minutes. saying that Thor doesn't need to be two hours and 45 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, there, there are if your long movies I enjoy. Over two hours, I guarantee you I can find 15 minutes to cut. I promise you. It Ugh. used to be, I mean, I remember in the early 2000s where it would be like, we were hurting for anything that was like longer. It's like give, like, like let these guys have some time. And now the problem is it's gone too far yeah. in the direction. It's all the goddamn Lord of the Rings fault. Yeah, everyone <laughs> gets all the time they want, and no one has an editor. Well, it's so weird because the film industry is quote unquote dying, right? And they're like desperate. Like Regal's about to close a bunch of cinemas. They're, they filed for bankruptcy, yeah. right? Uh, nobody's going to the movies anymore. Half of the trailers I saw yesterday in front of the movie were for movies that are appearing one day only. In theaters, yeah, which is like the new thing now. Yeah, it's like if you're trying to get people back to the theater, don't make them sit there for four fucking hours. People don't want to lose an entire day to a film in a dark room to a film. Like if you want people to go back to the movies, let them get in and out. Did did you ever watch RRR? I don't know what that is. Okay, you cannot cut 15 minutes out of that movie. That that is that is a lean three hours. RRR. That is three hours, and I'm like, give me more. It's like a Bollywood movie that's like insane. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, there's always everyone always going to be exceptions. Oh, absolutely, 100. You just watch it. It's on. It's on Netflix. It's three hours, and it's like, oh, this is going to be a drag. No. No. Um, I like I would never cut a moment out of a Wes Anderson film, and he always cramps two uh, movies into one, and they're long as fuck. But I'm I'm in for the whole thing. He's another one coming out, I think this year. I, I still haven't seen the Grand Budapest Hotel yet. It's okay. No, I have. I haven't seen the French Dispatch. That's how oh, I haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, me neither. Uh, that one seemed like it's uh, a little too much. Uh, hey, let's talk about Streamway Coffee. Um, where how dare Streamway? you remind us? This is to talk at, about the coffee. This is at uh, a little food truck park uh, outside of a hangar where the um, at Mueller Park, where the uh, little farmers market used to be. Now they moved it to the other side. Oh, it's not here anymore. No, no, it's over by. Um, they yeah. do it over by uh, Kirby Lane. Oh, it's like they, half indoor, half. It's, they it's, oh, they, they it's use that hole inside what you think would be like a basketball court. Yeah. It's not. It's where the farmers market goes. Oh, it's and then great. They, they close oh. off a street. It's real. I really recommend it. It's a lot okay. of fun. Um, I think it's a great way to kill forty-five minutes. Like it's nice. We are pretty much directly across the little pond from oh, where, where we filmed one? episode yep. one. Yes. I believe. Yep. Yeah, yep. absolutely. When we were at uh, it was what is Halcyon. Yep. We we wanted to. Maybe record in the hangar, but there was people working out. Yeah. The guy with a megaphone screaming and music playing. It was a little loud. People had dogs in there. A little too much texture. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, that that tells you how much texture it was. It was was too much. We've said yes to a lot of texture. When you drive on airport, the road right here, you can see this little food truck area. It's got the little things it's all blocking the sun like a little bit of shade and there's just like four food trucks there's a Veracruz but it's closed unfortunately mm. um, and Streamway is the one it's that you see uh-huh. uh, yeah that's right yeah you wouldn't want to eat a breakfast taco uh, so <laughs> I think they're not open on Mondays maybe yeah Streamway oh. is the closest I think to the street here um, any thoughts on the coffee that you got I thought mine was a little bitter mine was solid it wasn't like fleet but it wasn't bad this might be the worst cup of coffee I've ever had on this show. Really? It is terrible. I don't know that I'm going to finish it. It's terrible. Might. It is. It's it's bitter and hollow. It doesn't taste like anything. It tastes like the smell that 
your like teacher had like when they had coffee when you were a kid <laughs> like that's the teacher's what, lounge yep, burned yep. coffee it's exactly it's it has that and you just it's ugh, it is boy my americano's fine yeah it's, it's a it's, it's totally fine i'm gonna go with like a six yeah for mine i mean this is a like three maybe six seven somewhere on there yeah i will is, say it's uh maybe what it lacks in flavor this area makes up for an ambiance and like this is a fucking cool place to come drink a cup of coffee yeah though. yeah yeah oh i got an awesome park across across the airport from us here and there used to be like t- some t- tennis courts ten- here. It was yeah. like a tennis center, like and, uh, Patterson. Yeah, it was, Patterson Park is what it's called. It was great because I forget what day it was. Like I think it was on Tuesday evenings. Larpers would come out here. <laughs> That's true. Oh my god. That's true. I don't know if they still do, but they, I used to live close to here, and I'm, like every Tuesday evening, I would see the Larpers come out here, like in armor and with swords and stuff. For and, real? Like, yeah, like yeah. start all right over here, just like start fighting with each other. I saw them because uh, we have a friend who does that. Uh, we do. Yeah, Adam. Hey, Bernie? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I ran into him at Northwest Park one time doing it a couple, maybe two years ago. So maybe they moved to Northwest Park. Oh, nice. okay. I was riding my bike up there one day and saw him. It was, al- it was always great driving yeah. by and watching watching people, like watching joggers or people who are just walking, like stop and like just <laughs> stare at what was going on. <laughs> and Eric is very right. <laughs> lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Yeah. This is perfect. Um, Magic missile. Yeah. <laughs> um. As far as the name goes, Gus, is there any hint you want to give us before we uh, throw a couple of guesses out there? Um, I think people should look at the that list again. We were close there in that list. All right. Also, let me say, uh, we talked a lot about Alamo Drafthouse. Obviously, we love the Alamo Drafthouse. It's one of the things that makes Austin yeah. great. But it is not the only place in town. This is one of the nice things about Austin where you can see an old, weird movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Austin Film uh, Studios. Oh, yeah, yeah, AFS, yeah. They, yep. they had, I almost went to a different show there yesterday because they had some cool stuff going on. AFS as shows well awesome as stuff. Violent Crown Cinema, yeah. which is downtown, which is fucking awesome yep. as well. I, I, that, that's where I saw uh, Avatar. They have a bunch of, like, nice. in the summer, they have these, like, I don't know if they still do, but when I lived downtown, they would have these, like, old, like, like French New Wave festivals. Very cool. Just like great 60s French films. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, also, the Paramount has their summer film series oh, yeah. where they show mm-hmm. phenomenal, they show like seven, like great prints of phenomenal old films. Yep. There's a lot of film in Austin outside of the Alamo. Another meaningless anecdote. No. God damn it. I feel like we've heard that one before. Yeah, I think so too. Another morning audio? No. Mm. Anytime, anywhere. <laughs> no. Uh, because it's not. It's a Monday morning. It's true. That's what I At was thinking, places. but, you know, it is what it is. Um, and more another's. That's not even a good one. And oh, somebody said uh, enema, but spelled with an A. Yeah. <laughs> enema. Enema. No. <laughs> fleet, um, the fleet was last week. That Right? Uh, let's see. How about um, annoying me again? Mm-mm. No. Uh, answer my anything? Answer? No. What? No, I, I, was, I was distracted. Oh, it was a French okay. bulldog I thought, over there. I thought we were, no, I no, thought no, we were no, no. dialing we in on something. No, answer me anything. No. <sighs> Another monetizable adventure. No. That's a long pause. No, I was just thinking, I was thinking about how it fits. Uh, if, if I pause, it's like I'm thinking like... Hey, I don't believe that... The, I see here, it's the thing when you pause, I think that it's there's something else to it at, at this point. I, I don't know what to believe. I, um, I've, I've, I no longer care. <laughs> you and the audience. I've vote. given up on. We're only doing out of spite now because of Eric. Yes. Uh, it's a cute dog. There are a lot of dogs around here. I'm, uh, I'm a fan. Yep. Like the dog walk. Annoying math. <laughs> no, never. Ang- All anger- math is annoying. Anger management. <laughs> no. Uh, Abnormally made animation. No. Anchor mates. <laughs> no. Am nailed. <laughs> Anecdotal <What>? mayhem. <laughs> no, no. And man, Eric, Eric's just like madly reading down a list now. 
I like, I'm just, I'm reading other posts where people say like, doesn't matter if it's not a bit, it's annoying. Yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> the last five minutes are unlistenable. I love well, I saw a bunch of people part. arguing about what is or isn't a bit, like yeah. what constitutes yeah. a bit. It's like, so, <laughs> it doesn't so it doesn't matter. Well, you don't um, take shit so seriously. Uh, no, it all has to be for me. Uh, so that's all the guesses that I have right now. We will go back to the list and um, yeah, let's, see what we can find. Let's consult the list. Yep. Let's put some order to this. Yep. Um, any, any final words? Well, that would be from you. I would. My final words would say, hey, follow us uh, at Anma Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. You can see photos from uh, this week's episode. No, you can no, see no, no dog pics, though. No dog pics. Um, Send us pictures of your dogs. You can if you want to. At Anma Podcast at Instagram and on Twitter. Um yeah, see some pictures, see what's going on. Uh, hopefully we have a social media person eventually and we can have more than just one post a week. That'd be exciting. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Um, but that's that's all I've got. How about you guys? Any wise words from you? Uh, I have words. I don't know if they're wise. Go ahead, Gus. Oh, um, uh, the, the coffee place used to be over here. They oh, yeah, they, they moved, moved it. it. They yeah. moved He's very upset about side. that. Oh. Yeah. Um, you go to store.roosterteeth.com. Grab an Anima shirt. Oh, I'm worried Yeah, about maybe yeah. grab an Anima shirt. That's yeah. not a bad we, idea. We have two. Get, your own, get, get your own podcast. on a nice Heather Gray. And then the other one is um, a shirt. Uh, L podcast? Yeah. Looks I, looks like a, a bar yesterday. we enjoy. Uh-huh. I feel like we need coffee mugs. I feel like that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. We, I think I think we had talked about it, and we hadn't really landed on like a design that we were super into. Well, maybe what it does is it's, it's, a, it's a coffee mug. It's a mug that says that has the name of the podcast. It says Anma. Then when you put a hot liquid in it, uh-huh. it reveals the, the actual name. name of the podcast. And that's the only way you'll find out is by buying the mug. Holy shit. That's a great idea. Okay, but then you have to work directly with Tony. Right. Here's Okay. Okay. I'll, t- is, I'll talk to him and see if we can do it. This is great Fuck. because I was looking <laughs> Then you have to pay to know what it is. Fuck. I was looking for uh I want to move into like uh, portable cups in, uh-huh. in face. You, you know, because we, we have the Gurpler. Oh, okay. I want to move into that world. Okay. And I, I came up with the, with the name for the next great portable mug would be the Go Go Gurpler. So maybe we can we can <laughs> Gurp on the go. <laughs> I think Go Go Gurpler is better. Uh, go Go. It's just fun to say. I maybe we could uh, maybe we could piggyback off the R and D for the Go Go Gurpler. We come up with like a perfect and <laughs> really got something Gurpler. going on here. This is good. Yeah. Oh, just so everyone knows, I mean, I walked over and tried to sell us weed. Uh, yeah, he, that, his, that's his, what his brother on. thought we looked like cool people. Yeah, thanks, man. He, he was so wrong. We're, let's talk about anime some more here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I'll have you work. I'll I'll have Tony message you, and you guys can work on a design, and then yeah. we can put the cup out. And I can't. We can't see what the design like. No. Oh, well, you, can, you can see. Right, right. We can't be in any of the R and D. Yeah, we can't you can until, see the anime part. until we finally until have we get it. Until we get in the mail, and then and then what we have to do? We have to have the mugs, and we have to use them in an episode, and yeah, it will reveal 100%. the name, Absolutely. so we can see it. 100%. And then and then you know what's going to happen? We're going to go. The stupid. <laughs> oh, that's it. Oh. God damn. <laughs> oh, as long as we make a buck. This is a good idea. Hey, last word from Jeff. If you're in the Austin area and you're looking for a good hot pastrami sandwich. <gasps> Uh, Are you back? I pastrami. What? what? I in fact pastrami. Oh, you went, oh, you went oh. back. You went back. I to am. It. Uh, I'm. I'm getting back in the pastrami. Wow. Uh, and uh, check out the other side sub shop over off Lamar and like Thirty uh, Fourth or whatever by the Medical Parkways. Uh-huh. Used to be a Delaware Subs. Huh. They have a pastrami hot pastrami that's really fucking good. I can't believe you're back on pastrami. I'm on some pastrami. Okay. I still can't. I still don't. I don't think I'll ever be able to eat the pastrami sandwich from the place I threw up. Okay. Do, do they have pastrami? They don't have pastrami at Avenue B, do they? I there's to be there's only I think one only, way to find out. You need to find out. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading Yelp reviews all week. They're the funniest fucking thing. It was the one I read one where it was like, 
<laughs> open the drink. He told us not to open the drink. Then I opened the drink and he said, Oh, so you're just gonna open it now, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. It's people it's people giving explicit instructions. And then doing the opposite, and then going, this guy's a real asshole. He specifically told you the one thing he said. I don't blame him. He's, it's, it's not like he's not clear. Yep. Out the gate. Yep. And here's the thing. If you tuned out uh, when we were doing the name guesses, you missed all this stuff. You don't know anything about this mug that's happening. Ooh. This is the best. That's this true. rules. This right. makes it even better. Uh, anything else? Parting words? No, we'll, uh, we'll be back next week with some all more right. coffee. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye.